police sergeant is training a batch of new recruits, and he notices one who really shows some promise. So he pulls him aside and says, you know, you've got some real potential here, but I just want to let you know, if you do become a police officer, you're going to be asked to do things that are going to be difficult and things that you're not going to want to do. Like what? Asked the new recruit. The sergeant thought for a moment and then said, well, for instance, if you pulled over a vehicle for reckless driving, and once you get up to the window of that vehicle, you see it's your mother-in-law in the driver's seat, what are you going to do then? Wow, the new recruit stepped back a second, <laughs> scratched his head, paused for a moment, and said, uh, call for backup? <laughs> I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifer? Thanks for joining us today. I'm so glad that that you did. Maybe you can help me out here. I'm in a little bit of a quandary. I'm not sure what to talk about. It's not like I don't have topics. I got plenty of topics to talk about. It's like, which one do I pick? I mean, the Olympics just started. We're in the beginning of Black History Month. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and the Super Bowl is next week. I mean, every one of those things I could just take and talk about, not a problem at all. But to pick one, I have to leave the other three behind, and I don't know if I want to leave the other three behind. I'm just not sure, because <laughs> they're all worthy of, of a good podcast, in my opinion, and uh, I, I'd like to talk about all of them. So I was thinking about it, and I thought, maybe I will. So what do the Olympics, Black History Month, Valentine's Day, and the Super Bowl all have in common, other than the fact of Happy Life Studios, and uh, they all come in the month of February? By the way... Side note, for all my fellow podcasters out there, knowledge is one thing, and that's why you're podcasting, because you have something that you want to share with the world out there, and I applaud that. I think that is fantastic. I don't see podcasting going away anytime soon. But wisdom is knowing what to do with knowledge. There's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is knowing stuff. Wisdom is knowing what to do with that stuff. The information that you have is great information, but how does it fit into everyday life? That's why we're self-proclaimed podcast of the holidays, because whenever there's a holiday, unless it sneaks up on us, we want to do a podcast with a holiday because they're called happy holidays. So how do you fit happy into the holidays? And I feel like it's one thing to know things, but how do we fit all this stuff into what we are going through right now, like Valentine's Day, Black History Month, Super Bowl, <laughs> and the Olympics. How do all those fit together? Well, only at Happy Life Studios. <laughs> they do have something in common other than the fact that, that they're all in February and we're all going to talk about them in the same podcast. Just like the new recruit, they all need backup. The Queen of England was going to the Olympics to, to watch her, her country perform, but she was running late. 
The airplane had run into some weather, and when she landed, she was running about 40, 45 minutes late and was afraid that she was going to miss the athletic competition that she was going to see. The good news is the traffic was light. The bad news is the driver was the slowest that she has ever had. So she just simply asked, could you drive a bit faster? I wish I could speak in an English accent. It would be, this joke would be much better if I could, but I can't, I'm not even going to try. Could you drive a bit faster, she asked. Uh, no, your highness, I don't speed. I, I get that, I understand that, but you're with the Queen of England right now. I'm in a bit of a rush. We're going to miss the event. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm the Queen of England. I'll take care of any problems that you have. Ma'am, I cannot speed. I will not speed. I don't speed. Knowing she was getting nowhere with this guy, the, the queen says, fine, then pull over and let me drive. Well, he didn't want to let the, the queen drive, but he can't refuse. When the queen wants something, the queen gets something, right? So reluctantly, he trades places with the queen, and she just puts it to the metal. I mean, she floors that baby, and next thing you know, she's going 130 miles an hour down the highway trying to get to the Olympic venue. Of course, it wasn't very long before you start to see the red and blue lights flashing. You start to hear the sirens and the queen pulls over. It doesn't take this rookie cop. Who knows? Maybe it's the new recruit. (laughs) It doesn't take him long to realize he's in a tough, difficult situation. So he calls in a dispatch and says, um, we've got a problem here. (laughs) Dispatch says, well, what's the problem? He explains, well, we found somebody driving 130 miles an hour down the highway and uh, they seem very important people, and I don't know what to do. Dispatch says, well, it seems pretty routine. I mean, they're driving 130 miles an hour down the highway. Just arrest them. Yeah, but the, this is somebody important. I don't know what to do. And they said, well, how important can they be? And the rookie cop says, well, all I know is they got the Queen of England driving for them. <laughs> uh. Anyway, I love the Olympics. I love the stories of the Olympics. That's what I love about the Olympics. I love how they don't just perform their athletic prowess, but they will show tell stories of the athletes. I think if we heard stories of people's lives, we wouldn't be so hard on them. We wouldn't be so impatient with them. Maybe we wouldn't get so angry with them if we knew people's stories. You know, everyone has a story. And everybody's story is worth telling. That's why Happy Life Studios exists. That's why Mojo Studios exists. And we've got another studio down in Southern California that we're looking to partner up with as well. These studios exist to tell people's story. And that's what's so great about the Olympics is they all have a story to tell. And even though there's national pride and you want to cheer for your country, but when you hear stories of people from other countries, I find myself anyway wanting to cheer for that person, wanting that person to win because now I know their story. I've seen where they've come from. And I'm so excited that the Olympics have started. (laughs) I mean, I've been waiting for months for this. In fact, I was so excited when we finished the Summer Olympics and because there was a delay in the Summer Olympics because of covid we get to jump right into the Winter Olympics right away. And so I've been looking forward to the Olympics for a long time. I just love the Olympics. And when I was watching the Olympics, I saw something strange at the ice skating rink. I I saw there was two people dressed up in their ice skating attire, and they had just done their event. But they had a whole bunch of people behind them, not just one or two people like a, a parent or a, a coach, but they had a whole bunch of athletes behind them wearing their warm-up suits. And I was like, why are all of them up there to wait for the judges' numbers to come out? took me a while until I finally realized that, oh, that's because this is figure skating 
team competition. So every one of those people does a different skating thing for the team. And so they're all up there supporting that couple that had just skated together. And I thought, man, I wish we could do that all the time. Because these people that are behind them, they're their backup. They don't do this competition without them. It's a team sport. Nobody gets to the Olympics without a backup, without numbers of backups. The the line of backups for an Olympic athlete has to be a mile long. I mean, all the people that got them to where they're at, that got them to the story, that got them through their story, not just their coaches, but family members, friends, fellow athletes, nobody does the caliber of what an Olympic athlete does without some system of backup. In fact, if you look up backup in the dictionary, the very first definition, and there's several different definitions for backup, but the very first one was a noun that means to help or support. That's what a backup is. And that's what all these things have in common. Valentine's Day, the Super Bowl, the Olympics, and Black History Month. They all need backup. And the Olympics perform at this high level because they have backup. I even love the commercials during the Olympics because they're not like the commercials the rest of the year. They're motivational. They're inspirational. They're about trying to make us better. And I'm thinking, why don't we see more of that right now? With this pandemic that has just been going on and on and people are with all the political unrest and all the bad news that's going on out there, why don't people start responding like the insurance companies? I mean, like State Farm and Progressive and and Geico. and I mean, these guys go out of the way to sell their product, but they're using humor. They're using feel-good stuff. When you see one of their commercials, they just make you feel good. They don't just give out the information. It's how they give out the information. Remember, knowledge versus wisdom. And I love what some of these commercials are doing. And that's why I love the commercials of the Olympics, because they're all motivational, inspirational. Isn't that all we need right now? We don't just need to know why we need your product. We need to know why we need your product today in this situation that we're going through. We need you to take a commercial and just make us laugh for a minute. That's what's so great about sports, really, is is it takes us out of all this stuff and we can dive into, we, we kind of escape a little bit all the stuff that we're going through. And then all of a sudden, at least in America, you know, all the sports sort of become political. And it just was like, I'm trying to escape a lot, a lot of that stuff. And that's what's so great about the Olympics. It's not just sporting events, but it's sporting events from people that have gone through a bunch of stuff and they have a backup plan. They have support and help from people that have got them there because I guarantee you no one gets the Olympics on their own. They all have a story to tell and they're all fantastic because of the backups in their life. It's how they got through the struggle and could perform at the level that they perform and inspire an entire world. I just I just love it. I, I just love the Olympics police officer radio's station he needs some backup who knows maybe it was the same police officer that was the recruit earlier (laughs) he calls dispatch and says looks like that domestic disturbance you sent me to is really a homicide the old lady murdered her husband for tracking dirt on the floor that she just mopped dispatch says wow well have you arrested her uh uh, not yet said the police officer uh the floor isn't dry yet (laughs) We all need backup in a lot of the same way as the Olympics, the Super Bowl. No one gets a Super Bowl without backup. 
I don't like how the media tries to sell games or sell the Super Bowl. I don't like it when they say Aaron Rodgers plays Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady takes on, you know, whomever, right? It's not Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, not Patrick Mahomes. It's a team sport. It's not an individual sport. And to try to say that all the Packers organization is now Aaron Rodgers, that's messed up. And I'm sure that Tom Brady would say he's not the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Tampa Bay Bucks are the Tampa Bay Bucks. What makes Brady the GOAT is he's such a team player. Everybody on his team is fantastic. Aaron Rodgers throws to all the receivers on his team. In fact, if you think about it, there have been a lot of quarterbacks this season that are amazing quarterbacks, just like the ones that I just mentioned. But they performed poorly this year. You know why? Because they didn't have much of a backup. They didn't have an offensive line. Or maybe they didn't have a a good receiver or two. They didn't have a very good running game or running back. Or they didn't have a good defense. In fact, I'd probably say that every quarterback that tore up the stats this year either had a great line, a great receiver, a great running back, a great coach, or a combination of those. They had a great backup. It wasn't just a one-person thing. It was a backup. They had people around them that supported them. No matter how good the quarterback is, if the defense can get to him faster than he can throw the ball away, it doesn't matter how good he can throw the ball. If there's no support there, and yet you never hear the media talking about this lineman is facing this lineman this Sunday, don't miss it. No, it's always about the star of the game. I'm telling you what, the stars are stars because they have a backup plan, just like with the Olympics. A newly married husband puts a notice in front of his residence for sale. Computer and encyclopedia, both in excellent condition. Reason for selling? No longer needed. I got married. A wife knows everything with a backup server called mother-in-law. <laughs> so let's talk about Valentine's Day. If you break it down, isn't Valentine's Day really celebrating your backup? The person that makes you better, the person that you love to be around, the person that you perform on a different level when you're with them. In fact, when you're dating them, when you marry them, sometimes when you get married, you you tend to relax a little bit more and they see a side of you they never saw before because you only showed them the dating side of you. (laughs) But that's what makes marriage so great is that my wife loves me despite my brokenness. She has seen my brokenness. I'm no longer trying to perform to win her over, to marry me, to be my lifelong partner. I've already done that. She's already said yes. She said, I do and I will. So there's no more trying to perform and trying to win her over necessarily when you're married. But that's really when it all begins, honestly. My wife is my backup. You know, no matter what I'm going through, if my wife is behind me, (laughs) I can do it. When my wife shows that she's got my back, it doesn't matter what I'm facing because she is the best backup. And that's what Valentine's Day really is. It's about a person you're celebrating that is your backup. That will make you a better person because that person is in your life. That's why you're pursuing that relationship with them, which is exactly why you fall for them. I don't know. Just like a man falling out of a plane who wanted to go parachuting. The problem was when he pulled the ripcord, nothing happened. It broke. So now the guy is picking up speed and the parachute doesn't work. All of a sudden he remembers, wait a minute, that's why they put the backup in these chutes. So he pulls the backup ripcord and it breaks too. At this point, he's really starting to get worried. 
But then he sees a guy flying up at him at a tremendous speed, like he's been shot out of a cannon. (laughs) Hey, he says as the guy gets closer, do you know anything about parachutes? No, replies the man as he flies past him. Do you know anything about propane grills? (laughs) Truth is, we all need a backup and a backup for when the backup doesn't work. It's not good for humans to be alone. We need each other. We need people that support us and help us. We need people that will speak life into us, that will encourage us, that will pour courage into us. And we need more than just one or two. We need a backup to our backup. We need support and support of our support. Like I said, the Olympians perform at a level that they do. Those in the Super Bowl perform at a level they do because their backup plan is so big. And sometimes you need a backup plan to your backup plan. It's the beginning of Black History Month. And I was thinking, Black History Month, I mean, we shouldn't we have Black History Year? Shouldn't we just have History Year, period? Why do we set aside a month for Black History Month? What we're really saying is, here's what we did. Can you celebrate that with us? We want you to notice that we are here because of these people in our history. This is what they have done for us, and we want to celebrate them, and we want you to celebrate them with us. We want you to support them. That's really what Black History Month is. It's a backup. It's saying, hey, can we celebrate the accomplishments of these incredible humans? Just like the reason the Olympics are on TV, so we can celebrate them together. Black History Month, really, in my opinion, is the same way. When I see Black History Month, I want to dig into, I want to pay attention to black history. And I learned things that I never would have learned before, except for the fact that we know it's Black History Month. And so now what you see on social media, what you see on regular media, what you see whenever you, you know, you drive around town, you go places, people are in tune to it because we've said, hey, wait a minute, can we focus on, for just a month, can we focus on black history and what they've done for our world, for our country, for our lives? Could you be a part of our backup and celebrate that with us? I just think that's a beautiful concept. That's really what I think we're asking when we say, let's have a Black History Month. Could you back us up in this thing and celebrate with us? Instead of, you know, people that want to fight this stuff or want to just be whatever. If someone's got history from their culture, why wouldn't we get behind that and say, tell me your story? I want to hear your story. Maybe I'll be motivated by it. I probably will be motivated by it because it's a story for a reason. We all have a story. It's important to tell. Black History Month is just that. So I'm so glad that we have a month where we can learn about incredible human beings and what they have done for us. Because truth is, we all need backup. We all need a backup if we want to be happy or if we want to succeed in life. In fact, if it wasn't for backup, did you know that we might not have what some would say are two of the greatest works of literature known to man? The Chronicles of Narnia, written by C.S. Lewis, and The Lord of the Rings, written by J.R.R. Tolkien. Boy, talk about some stories, man. Talk about a story that needs to be shared. Those stories are just fantastic. And you think about all the millions of lives that those stories have touched Think about all the reading to, to your children and you think of all the daydream and the, and the fantasizing about a lion that comes to protect you. And re- talk about a backup, the Chronicles of Narnia. You, you've got Aslan, the, the huge lion. And Aslan is this incredible creature that's there to help and support the Pivensies. J.R.R. Tolkien, the Lord of the Rings. Talk about Gandalf. 
Talk about Aragon. I mean, these books are full of stories about heroes that become heroes because of this amazing backup. But if it wasn't for backup, these books probably would never have gotten written and we wouldn't be able to enjoy them today. It's true. J.R.R. Tolkien was ready to quit numerous times, but it's because of this friendship that he developed with a fellow professor at Oxford, C.S. Lewis, that they would go meet every Friday. They would go meet and they would talk about literature and they would encourage each other and they would back each other up. They would help and support each other. Pretty soon they started inviting all these other people that were into literature and authors and stuff. And they would show up and they would just talk life. And even though C.S. Lewis and Tolkien were two different opposites of, in fact, they even had a falling out there. The last 10 years of their relationship, they didn't even talk with each other because of their styles, because of a bunch of petty differences. And I thought, you know what, first of all, they're backup for each other, how they helped and supported each other. They had a major influence on each other, particularly when it came to finishing their books. And this friendship went deep and it went great. Their backup was fantastic. And then some petty things started to happen. Before you know it, they're not talking to each other for a decade. And then C.S. Lewis passes and J.R.R. Tolkien looks back at it and begins to regret how he allowed these petty differences to get in the way of their backup. And I thought, you know what? Their backup needed a backup. When somebody passes in your life, boy, the perspective that it brings, it's like the backup ripcord. I mean, you begin to see things that you weren't seeing before. Like you can have a problem with somebody, but the moment they have a health issue or they're they're struggling on a deathbed or they're in the ICU or, boy, it, it tends to change your idea towards them, their perception. And you begin to, wait a minute, why am that stuff that I was so angry about is so petty? And the things that were between Tolkien and Lewis were, were so petty, but they got in the way. If they would have had a backup ripcord, if they would have backup to the backup, in other words, if they would have had somebody else in their life pull them aside and say, guys, come on. I mean, all the guys that used to meet with them at that pub on Fridays or whenever that it was, I wonder if any of them ever went to them and said, hey, you guys need to be together. Don't be petty here. It doesn't matter about these styles or about these problems that you have with each other. What really matters is that you guys are better when you're together. You guys are a great backup for each other and you're a backup for all of us. If someone, you know, when we're in the middle of our forest, we can't see the trees, but someone outside the forest can look back at the trees and say, wait a minute. Turn right here. Stop banging into that tree. You're just going around in circles. That's what a backup does. So just just one more joke, and then I'll wrap this whole thing up because I think this joke just really ties into this. This guy is stopped by a policeman. I think he was a new recruit at one point. <laughs> uh, maybe it's the same guy. I should have found a way to work all these jokes to, into being the same guy. Anyway, too late now. A guy is stopped by a policeman. Sir, you are speeding, and I need to give you a ticket. License and registration, please. Well, this isn't my car, so I don't know about the registration, but I think I saw the insurance card in the glove box when I put my gun in there. Let me check. Oh, hold on, sir. Are you armed? Oh, yeah, I told you. My gun's in the glove compartment. I, I put it there right after I killed that policeman about an hour ago. <laughs> what? You killed a policeman? Yeah, he's in the trunk. So now you can imagine this policeman is pretty shook up. So he goes back to his car and he calls for backup. And the sergeant, the police sergeant shows up. So the sergeant says, sir, do you have ID on you? I need a driver's license and proof of insurance, please. Oh, of course. The driver nicely says, and as he hands him the appropriate documents to the police sergeant, 
Sir, can you please open your glove box very slowly? Of course I can, he says. He opens the glove box and there's nothing in there. Please step out of the vehicle and open your trunk, but very slowly. What's going on here, he says. Just get out of the car and open up the trunk. Okay, so he gets out of the car, opens the trunk, and again, there's nothing there. Is there a problem, officer? Uh, yes, there seems to be. See the officer that pulled you over, over there? Uh, Yes. Well, he reported that you stole this car, your arm, you killed a policeman, and you stored him in the trunk of your car. Really? The driver says. I bet that liar told you I was speeding, too. You know, when you get the backup to the backup, you'll realize that what you're believing probably wasn't the truth, right? That's what happened with C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien. They should have called backup because what they were believing about each other really wasn't the big picture. They needed a backup to the backup. I was in the shower yesterday and I bumped the soap dish. The soap went flying and knocked over all the shampoo, conditioner, body wash, all the little bottles that I have on the floor of my small little shower. I don't have a place to put them, so I just throw them on the floor. And and that, that culprit, the soap, knocked all the bottles over. When I went to pick up the soap, I couldn't find it. It knocked over all the bottles, so I know it was there. So that's where I looked, where the where all the bottles were knocked over. And that's why I couldn't find it, because the soap wasn't there. That slippery little small soap snuck and slid over to the other corner and was hiding behind my wife's shampoo, conditioner, hair product, all that stuff. <laughs> and then it just dawned on me. That's kind of what this, what we're talking about right here. That soap that was a culprit, that slippy little culprit that came in and caused all that mess. The moment it caused its mess, it went and it hid. And that's often what happens. When we get ourselves worked up or, or beat up, we go looking for what's the problem here. Even with the pandemic that's going on right now, we want to blame somebody. Something exploded, knocked over all the stuff in my life, and now I'm looking all around for that thing. But you know what? That thing, that lie, that thought, the moment it does its damage, it runs. It's slippery, and it runs away. That's what happened with J.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis. That slippery little ugly thought came in there and sowed those seeds of weeds and wrong thinking and then it was gone just like a slippery it was just like a slippery little slimy little (laughs) it was gone so what do we do we find try to find some other reason why our life is in disarray we want to blame somebody else but truth is it was probably a wrong perspective the truth is if we knew that person's story we would have more patience with them the truth is if we had a backup and if we had a backup to our backup we would see things clearly and we live life more happy. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. Thanks for listening. I hope that helped. And you will be happy. Remember. Life isn't perfect. Sometimes it gets knocked over. But when that happens, it can still be happy. Steve Ace.